0: Coming up on this episode of the Sarlacc Pit Podcast, Chris and I give our top five celebration moments from being there in person to watching on a live stream. We also got leaked posters, Disney Fox merger, Benny Offenweiss, Weiss, and so much more. All that coming up on this episode of the Sarlacc Pit Podcast, and it starts right got to the Sarlacc pit, and powerful oh, it is.
1: The Almighty Sarlacc binds the galaxy together. All powerful huh. Sonic, it's energy
0: surrounds us and binds us. Welcome to the Sarlacc Pit official podcast on of Yoda's the fans' podcast. So grab your lightsabers and join your hosts Matt Cranky and Chris Hoffice Planet for this round of discussions. Hey, welcome back Star Wars fans to the Starlight Pit podcast, the podcast to help you digest everything in the Star Wars universe. The Starlight Pit is brought to you by yodasnews.com and we always thank them for supporting the podcast. This is episode 110 for March 31st, 2019. If you happen to be new to the show, I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt, and let me welcome in the host and creator. Of the Starlight Pit Podcast from Tennessee. That's my friend over there, Chris Smith. What's up, my friend? How you doing?
1: I'm doing great. What's going on? The weather's finally starting to change and get a little warmer, which i yes. love I'm loving this getting warmer weather. Yeah. I'm sick of cold.
0: Hey, with with uh with spring and the warmer weather, we know we're getting ever so close to Star Wars celebration because that is coming up in April. Uh and that is kind of like the impetus for this particular podcast. Uh, We obviously know we're going to have a bunch of crazy stuff coming in the next couple weeks when Celebration Chicago uh, jumps off. But for this podcast, we wanted to kind of look back at all the uh, celebrations in the past and kind of give our top five moments from all the Star Wars celebrations, stuff that we thought has made the biggest impact personally in our lives in the celebration. We'll see how they line up with yours as you're listening. Hey, maybe you're listening to this on your way to celebration. So we wanted to give you guys something to, uh, to listen to while you're on the way to celebration perhaps. But Chris, before we do that, uh, we wanted to talk about some things going on in the news. What's crazy is like, there's, hasn't been like for this particular time frame i guess since our last podcast um we had carl on but uh you know we it hasn't been i don't know just like huge reveals yet we've all been waiting for this episode nine trailer we've all been waiting for an episode nine title we're still waiting on that it looks like it's not going to happen until celebration obviously now but um i don't know chris we still got a few things to to talk about i I guess what we'll start is um i wanted to talk to you we talked about this briefly before we started. there the latest thing going on, Chris, is this poster. Yeah. Uh so nine poster that's kind of been leaking around. People have been talking about it. It it leaked from a source that has been pretty reliable, uh, breaking stories. And so that's I think why it has gotten some traction in the interwebs. Uh we've both been taking a look at it. Uh it's been like I said, it's been going around for uh for a few days now. And I tell you what, it's it's got some really for me, it has some really cool stuff in it, and then some also stuff that you kind of scratch in your head, type of stuff like, wow, that doesn't really make any sense. So, uh, again, right at this point, it it has not been confirmed. There's some people, Chris, that are thinking that it could be like you know a store type, uh, not an official poster, but like merchandising type of a poster yeah. thing. But uh, I don't know you've you've seen it, we talked about it for a minute. um anything that stands out to you, whether good or bad on this poster
1: well uh, <laughs> uh let's see some good stuff uh we got a couple of it looks like a couple new characters there's it looks like a black character female that kind of looks like fandy to me from uh uh who played in solo movie, and then you got another yep. character sitting by uh Poe in which looks like female to me. Uh, and then you got a new droid with BB-8, but the thing that bad that just really throws me off is C-3PO. He's got Chewbacca's bandolier strap and his gun. I just, I'm like, what? <laughs> that makes no sense. Um, I don't understand how he could even hold that gun, much less uh, carry it around. But uh, I do like the fact that it looks like it shows the Knights of Wren, but it's a little confusing to me because it looks like you got children, and uh, what it. it looks like a family of Wren to me so uh, I'm yeah. confused
0: <laughs> yeah you know looking at this at, at first glance you're like okay yeah this I can definitely see it being like some kind of store promo stuff maybe not an official poster but like uh, you know you get promo images that they slap things together so it definitely kind of can, can look like that um, you mentioned some of the there's a couple of new characters on this poster that we haven't seen before uh, the one you talked about on the to the right side of Poe. Um, some people are spec speculating that is, um, uh, Oh shoot. The, the actress that Carrie Russell, that, that could be Carrie Russell's character. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I'll save some of the, some of the character names cause also out there is, uh, what leaked with this poster was some more character photos. And we've seen, uh, a few weeks ago, character photos that came out for a bunch of characters. So, in the interest of maybe spoilers, I won't say some of the names that have been associated with these photos. But I'll just say that that is what people are speculating. Um, and then also on this poster, things that I like. Let me just show, tell you what stuff. Obviously, the Knights of Ren, probably the major thing that I like because I thought that was something that was set up so beautifully by JJ in, in Episode 7. And I couldn't wait to see what could possibly come between the knights of wren in episode eight of course they weren't even mentioned uh i thought you know man i can't wait to see these guys and kylo and luke have this battle in episode eight and uh, obviously we didn't see any of that so i'm kind of disappointed but to see them in this poster really excited uh i, I hopefully they have some of a decent role in this film, if they're in it, again we don't know if this poster is real. Another thing that I like, Chris, about this poster is Kylo Ren got the mask back on, <laughs> and if you look closely, you can see that his mask obviously is put together, and there's some red, glowy, like I don't know if you want to call it some kind of glue that or weird stuff that he's put this mask back together. I think that's the big thing, yeah. uh, that, and we've kind of heard that in the past, in the last few months that. That this helmet might be coming back and it's gonna be put together. So I love seeing that. Um, the stormtroopers, a lot of people have been talking about these these red, these red stormtroopers. Um, don't know exactly what we're gonna see from them yet. If that's if this is legit. I I've heard some different theories about what's going on with them, that they're part of the Knights of Ren. Um Chewie's in this photo, uh, of course, Ray is front and center. Um and you like you said C3PO it just, it's just so bizarre that he's holding and it doesn't it look like he has like the bandolier on as well yeah like it does. some type sort of bandolier <laughs> yeah it, it's just that that is totally out of left field i have no idea what's going on there um let's see what else and, and Chewie's in there and what's interesting is out of like this poster there's no I mean, Chewie's the only legacy character. I say legacy, my, my, oh, no. what I mean oh, by that is yeah. like original trilogy you Neo. Know, no Luke on this poster, no Leia, obviously no Han. is the only one. Oh, I guess you could say C-3PO obviously as well. Yeah, uh, but um, that's it, you know. Carrie, I don't see R2 in here. No. Uh, so, you know, Carrie, yeah.
1: Russell, uh, Carrie Russell was on Stephen Colbert, I think it was this past week.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And of course, she didn't give anything as far as any details, but she did mention that the they do have a name, but she okay. obviously didn't say what the name was. But she did confirm that the the movie does have a name.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess yeah, yeah we're yeah.
1: just waiting for celebration for all this to drop. <laughs> I know, right?
0: It's like oh, and his poster. Uh, actually, Luke or Luke Mark Hamill made some comments on Twitter about it saying that it was, you know, it was just basically an ultimate fan that that did this poster. And it definitely has like a fan style, I guess, look to it. But, um, you know, it's one of those that, like I said earlier, it came from a fairly reliable source that has broken some. Definitely images in the past and all that. So, so again, wow. it's, it's probably going to be another, you know, by the time we get to Celebration, we'll, we'll know everything. We'll see a poster. We'll see a, I poster, just, we'll see a, a, a title. But
1: I really definitely hope, the
0: yeah. the, I the uh, speculation is, going. What do, go ahead, Chris. I, say, I
1: really hope this is not the official poster. I just, uh, it, it, to me, it just seems really cluttered. Um, yeah, I know. No, you're right. You yeah. know, if you look back at The Last Jedi and see how simple that one was and i just kind of think it'll be along that same line you know they want to keep it a mystery so mm-hmm. this just
0: really seems like a lot to it um, yeah definitely uh <clears throat> yeah like i said there's a you you can find it out there if you haven't seen it um you can find those uh extra photos that kind of leaked um yeah, that showed can- characters and kind of what they maybe some of the costumes that they might uh be wearing so I guess I'll keep that. We'll keep that in the spoiler area and and won't talk too much about that. But yeah, it's out there. Um, There's stuff breaking. Hey, and another thing that came out, Chris. We'll jump to the next thing. Um, Benioff and Weiss, uh, the uh, creators—not the creators, but the showrunners for for Game of Thrones. um, There was a HBO executive that kind of spilled some beans um, a week or so ago about these guys and what they were doing, and the gist of the story is that. They are already working on their Star Wars uh, movie, or we'll call it a trilogy, as of now, until we find out anything else. Uh, and some of the crazy stuff that's been leaking is that um, it's going to take place. And this was, uh, like I said, this was I think came from their one of their one of the HBO execs, a- executives that talked about these guys and what they're doing, and he mentioned something about. They're working on a Star Wars movie that takes place hundreds of years before the Skywalker's, and that is a quote directly from that guy. And first of all, when you talk about hundreds of years, they're not going back like we heard about. You know, it's going to take place way back, you know, a thousand years before anything that happened in the new trilogy or the uh, OT. They're talking the, the the phrase was hundreds of years, which is interesting because we know Yoda is nine hundred years old. So, if they went back hundreds and hundreds of years, you could potentially still have Yoda floating around, you know what I mean? So, until we get some concrete evidence, hopefully at Celebration, that is what has been leaking around with these two guys, and I think the most, uh, I guess, interesting fact was they were talking about this thing potentially shooting this fall, which is amazing, I mean, to think that they're already this far along, and now, again... <clears throat> the shooting of this fall—that is definitely a, a rumor that's been going around—hasn't been confirmed uh, in the least. But again, this is a, another rumor that's really getting traction. That this is shooting already, and that's—it just kind of blows me away that they're already that far along. Um, a lot of people think that's just uh, there's just no way that these guys can be that far along to be shooting this fall. But you never know. Um, these guys have been working obviously on Game of Thrones. It's been shot, you know. All of last year yeah so i guess potentially they could have been working on <clears throat> some kind of star wars story it, it, on the side you know uh who knows but chris you haven't seen game of thrones correct
1: no no i haven't um well you know like you just mentioned we don't know how far um how long it's been since since they agreed to doing this before we actually heard the announcement We don't know how much of Game of Thrones this particular season that's coming out. We don't know how much of that was done, you know, filmed and all this kind of stuff. So we don't really know the timeline there as far as how much they could actually have been getting done towards the Star Wars. But it, it does seem quite fast to me. If you say shooting this fall, that does seem kind of fast, but... You know, it's
0: it's still yep. exciting, <laughs> you know. And that's I mean I think of all the stuff. This is personally, um, again, the quote was, uh, you know, they said it's going to be set in the days of the Old Republic, hundreds of years prior to the Skywalkers. The source described it as Star Wars meets the Lord of the Rings, and stated the film will commence this fall. So that's kind of the quote from this source, and. Look, I would be, if it is true, I'm just, I'm just like, I can't wait for this because of all the stuff that's coming up, episode nine is actually obviously the top of my list right now. Um, This would actually be the second thing that I'm kind of most excited about is seeing these two guys, because I'll tell you what, what these guys do with Game of Thrones, um, possibly and arguably the greatest uh, television program of all time that these guys are working on. Now, I will say this. Obviously, these guys did not write this story. This is a story that has been written um, already, and they kind of just adapted it. And obviously, they put their own spin on it and did the, some of the things that they've had to take some liberties, especially with the last season. But, I mean, what they did as, as showrunners is amazing. And like I said, arguably the greatest show of, of all time at this point. That That's kind of what I'm so excited about, seeing these two guys jump in and, and do this thing. And if it's as what they're talking about as far as getting to see the Jedi and the, the Sith and the force back hundreds of years before we get to the skywalkers, man, I can't wait for that because that's some of the stuff that I've kind of missed personally. I've kind of missed over the last, you know, six years since Disney bought Lucasfilm is, you know, we got solo, which is its standalone thing. And, and rogue one definitely had some, some force a little bit, you know, um, uh, obviously, episode seven is my favorite episode nine had some force things that I don't know just kind of didn't work for me, so just going back to the beginning, I'm kinda of looking forward to that. you know we're getting the new Mandalorian thing, and I'm not sure if they're gonna do any anything with force and jedi and the Mandalorian so getting to see some of the stuff with the jedi and the and the Sith way back in the day, I'm really excited for so that's that's kind of been that's kind of high on my list on seeing these guys jump out but in any event, um, that's kind of the news and kind of the rumors lately between these two guys. And I think just th- the biggest thing is like that they are going to be shooting it this fall, which could possibly mean a release in I, – I don't know if they could get it done for late 2020, but definitely they could shoot for like a go back to the May 2021 kind of thing, go back to the summer type release. Who knows? But uh, we'll see. You know, Like I said, celebration. Hopefully we'll get some more – Info on these two guys and what they're doing in the Star Wars universe. Um, this is a big one for you, Chris. Disney-Fox merger. Uh, this thing happened, uh, obviously, recently. And uh, the effects that it could have on on Disney and Lucasfilm. Uh, I know you were pretty excited about this, right?
1: Oh, yeah. This was kind of like, wow. I'm just super stoked that they they uh, made this merger happen. They've been working on it for a long time. But yeah. Yeah. The monopoly aside from it, you know, because obviously it's, it looks like Disney's trying to monopolize the, you know, Hollywood. But with that being said, what comes on, just not even Star Wars. I mean, mm-hmm. we, uh, now that Fox is owned by Disney, we get, they, they, Disney gets the Alien franchise, the Predator franchise, um, they get the Fantastic Four characters, and they get, um, um, what was the other one? The, the X-Men characters. So those Excellent. right there yeah. off the bat, they get the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, which is fantastic. I'd love to see an actually good Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> and, and Or just bring them into the, you know, Marvel Universe. And with uh, Avengers Endgame coming up uh, this next month, this will be, I guess, is the end of this first ultimate 10-year run or phase. So, it's it's going to be interesting to see where they go from from here. But um, now with it being uh, now that Fox, you know, is owned by Disney now, and what that means for Star Wars is the original trilogy, the original Star Wars. Now Disney will have the rights to distribute it. So that means they could do re-releases into theaters. That means yeah. they could actually go back and do a Blu-ray version for the original. Uh, Star Wars release uh, before the special editions for all three of them, if they want to. Which it kind of seems like Disney would probably want to do something like that because the more that they can put out for Star Wars, the more money they'll make. And I mean, just and just getting all these franchises from Fox means that that much more of the library that they can add to their streaming service. You know, they told us right off the bat that that they wanted the streaming service to be affordable. Mm-hmm. They never right. set a price. I think, I think 10 bucks was mentioned, 10 bucks a month at the time. But of course, now that they get all this library, I, I kind of see that price going up. Uh, I yeah. kind of see it maybe being a $20 a month type of deal, which for mm-hmm. me would be worth it. Yeah. You know, cause I pay monthly to per Netflix and Hulu and, and, you know, I get my money's worth out of it just watching a little bit at a time. But this particular yep. streaming service, I think I would be something I'd probably have on every day. So it would definitely be well worth it for me.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I definitely, there's no question I'm getting this. Even if it didn't have like the the awesome Star Wars content we're going to be getting at the end of this year, I probably would still get this because uh, like I said, this is, you know, they talked about this, this merger was, you know, roughly $70 billion or whatever it was. It would take some change. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they they purchased you know tons of movies, TV shows, a movie studio, TV networks, uh, a stake in Hulu, I believe. So, I mean, this thing is massive. And I think as it as it relates to Star Wars, you mentioned it, Chris. Like a lot of the people were were wondering, okay, now do we do we get these original uh, Star Wars cuts of the you know the original trilogy? A lot of people have always been clamoring for the unaltered additions and of course you can still get those i mean you can find those if you really wanted them there's ways to get those uh out there but would they you know the question is would they ever do like a blu-ray or i don't even know if they can do a 4k release in these movies i don't know if they're just too old for that but essentially a blu-ray for the original unaltered versions i know people have been wanting those for a long time if they made them, sure, I'd get them, you know, but it's not nothing that I just like, oh, I got to have the unaltered versions. It's it, it's the way I, you know, he made his corrections, whether you like them or not, it's whatever. But if they made them, sure, I'd get them. You know, I'd love to have that those originals just to go back and watch every once in a while and in the, the special editions as well. So a lot of people are talking about that. The other thing they're talking about is the next movie coming out is episode nine. Would they include the 20th, Century Fox fanfare in, you know, would they add that to episode, uh would, would they add that to episode nine? I don't know. I mean, now that they have it, they potentially could. You know, would JJ do that to kind of bring back the nostalgia of the whole thing? Um, We'll see. We'll see. Uh Definitely could do that. So, yeah, I mean, this merger is pretty crazy. You talked about the price point. I would wonder, I know they wanted to try to compete with Netflix. So I wonder if they might even go lower and, and try to copy netflix and go like at 14.99 uh somewhere around that range but you said 20 i'd definitely pay 20 i would have no problem paying that with all the content that's going to be on this thing and original content as well uh I, it don't matter to me I'm, I'm going to be getting this so
1: oh yeah for sure
0: it's <laughs> stuff that's going to be on this thing uh so that's that's some of the uh latest with the disney fox we're just kind of excited to see that uh what else we got oh um see, we talked about the leaked poster, Benioff and Weiss, Disney Fox. Oh, Mark Hamill is in the news. Um, He posted something just a day or two ago. Uh, Chris, he looks like he's going to be another voice in an upcoming horror movie. Uh, What are we talking about here? What's his movie?
1: Uh, Well, Mark Hamill did something really cool yesterday. He uh, posted up that he was going to make an announcement, and of course – what do we all think? It's going to be something Star Wars. Well, it wasn't <laughs> Star Wars, but it still was really cool news for me because I'm a horror fan. He's he will be voicing Chucky in the new Child's Play movie that's coming out this year, and I've seen the trailer. The trailer looks looks good, and I've gone back recently in the last month or so and watched the original Chucky, uh, well Child's Play movie, and you yeah, know, it was for its time, it was good. It's a little strange, but this one should be a lot better with the special effects and and if they stick with the story. Uh the story was a little odd in the first one, so I'm wondering what they're gonna do with the story. But this to me it's really cool to have Mark Hamill playing the this evil doll. And <laughs> he he fits that very, very well. He can play a psycho very well. We've seen him do it many a time, like with uh he played Trickster in the flash tv series and he did that kind of over the top which was really cool but he also he he did a um uh, a character on criminal minds for two episodes where he played a uh federal agent that goes dark basically and he was i thought he was really really good at it he played the bad guy very well and so i'm looking forward now even more i i wanted to see the movie anyway but now i'm really want to see the movie because i want to hear mark hamill so I'm excited yeah. about that.
0: Well, he's also been in a TV show called Nightfall. Uh, he's playing some type of you know night in this in this TV show. I, so I know I've seen pictures of him in uh, his character, and it's interesting because he has the same kind of beard that he used in um, he does in the Last Jedi. I mean, obviously a little. I think it's a little longer and anything. But he was promoting that as well, so he's kind of making the rounds lately. And and to be obviously his voice work is incredible being the joker for so long and uh yeah it's interesting yeah this is one of those old school horror movies chucky you know they're just they're so kind of like they're so over the top and so dumb that they're good you know it's just like you'd love to watch them just because they're so funny just seeing this doll run around and and going crazy on people uh pretty wild so to see him doing that is 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 kind of fun good for him still working and uh yeah you know It's just like, it's weird because are we going to, how much are we going to see? I think that's the other thing that's been going around too, is like a lot of people have been talking about how much screen time is he going to have in episode nine? And lately I've been hearing people speculate that we might not see him very much at all in episode nine. Now that at this point in the story, we don't know, but we're assuming that he could potentially be a force ghost in episode nine and just, you know, being a force ghost, you don't see that much screen time when you saw you know, Yoda as a force ghost. He had some a few scenes and Obi-Wan a few scenes here and there. So that's the speculation is, is how much time is he going to get in episode nine? Are we going to see him much at all? So well, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things that um, it's just been so hush-hush. J.J. has kept this movie so under the wraps that there really hasn't been nothing leaking out on this movie, which is – Actually, I like you know I like going into stuff super, super clean and until we get a a trailer, um, I don't know I don't know. You have any thoughts on what how much we could see Uh, movie, Chris? You know,
1: that's that's weird because it's up in the air. Like you said, Um, I think will we get to see uh, some training with him and Ray? Well, if if that's the case, we might get to see quite a bit of him because you never know how they'll do it. Um, but if it's just a straightforward Force ghost like they did in the last one with Yoda, which I really like that scene, but I kind of think we, we will get to see more than what we might generally expect with him being dead. I kind of I kinda think he'll be more than usual, maybe not a whole lot, but I expect to see a little bit of him, um, uh, more yeah. than just one or two quick scenes. I think we'll Oops. get to see more than that.
0: Yeah. I definitely I definitely hope so. Um I, I it's one of those things where personally I just kinda wish that the big three or four, whatever you want to call it, had a little more time in this whole sequel trilogy. That's just one of the one of the minor complaints that, that I've had in this is I kinda wish that they had ushered them out not as fast as they did. I wish they kind of were more involved in episode seven and then didn't you kind of work your way out, but Hey, I'm not the one writing it. I I just, that's just my opinion. I I wish they had just a little more time. I mean, one of the biggest things is I wish we could have seen them all together. Even, you know, it was crazy. Here's another thing that Mark Hamill did. was, I don't know if you saw it, Chris, he, he had, he had uh, sent out that photo of him hugging Harrison Ford at his, um, I think it was at the Hollywood walk of fame or something like that. And he yep. and he he sent that photo out going, hey, I wish this could have happened in the sequels trilogy or or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but I think everybody had that exact same thought. Like, yeah, we kind of all wish that we could have seen all of you three together, you know, hugging and and having some kind of screen time together. But that wasn't the case, and that's just one of the things that I I kind of wish that we had gotten a lot more of him. And and I think Mark. He kind of has funny ways of saying it. I think he feels the exact same way. I think he feels cheated, honestly, uh, from, from the sequel trilogy. I really think he does. Um, you, some of the stuff that, that he has posted over the last few years about his involvement in these movies, it's pretty easy to find out that he wasn't too happy with some of the stuff. And he's not afraid to say that. Disney wasn't afraid to put it on. The episode 8, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, the the... Kind of the headbutting that that these two, for lack of a better term, had him and Ryan Johnson over the character. Uh, yeah, I th- I think he is a little bummed about his involvement in in this in this sequel trilogy, and and I can't I can't fault him. I mean, I said this before, Chris. Like, imagine the last time you played Luke Skywalker was you know decades ago, and they finally come back and in the early two uh, two thousand you know twelve or whatever it was, they finally come to him and go, hey, you know here it is. We're, we're finally getting back to this and you can imagine his, how excited was he? Like, Oh man, I'm coming back to star Wars. I'm going to be Luke. I can't wait to, to see what they're going to do with my character. I mean, how powerful am I going to be? You know, what am I going to be doing? Lightsaber fights? I don't know. Crazy, crazy stuff Force stuff. And then he's in a minute of episode seven, episode eight. He's this, you know, I, I don't even want to go into episode eight and, and kind of what happened with him. But, I got it. I kind of feel for him like he just kind of got short personally but that's just me. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that Chris about Uh I do
1: actually. <laughs> uh I would completely agree with that. I think he was extremely uh disappointed in the way it went. I mean, he, like you said, he doesn't mince words. Uh he might <laughs> say things a certain way to uh be um to like with Ryan Johnson, he didn't want to just outright bash him because he has respect for him and, and the work they're doing. But I think he really was uh, hurt that he didn't get to be on the screen with Han. Um, yeah, I've actually heard a uh, saw something post something about possibly he, him being in Episode Nine, which I was assume would be a flashback because he's not the Force sensitive, so it wouldn't be a Force ghost. I hope not. And you know when you look back on who who knows the character of Luke Skywalker more than George Lucas would be Mark Hamill you know right. all of the behind the scenes stuff that we saw from the original trilogy and stuff you always saw even when they were filming Star Wars The for the first time he would constantly and he said this many times he'd constantly be asking George questions about his character what's up with uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru? you know why did They give each other that look when I was talking about my dad. Why were they you know, he was just constantly asking questions because he wanted to understand his character. And I just, you know, I still have I I still like a lot of the stuff they did in in The Last Jedi but I just cannot get on board with the way his character evolved in this film because it's just like that's not Luke. I just can't see him being that way. But you know, like you said, we didn't write it. They didn't ask us to do the writing, so you know. Yeah. I do. I think he was. Uh, I think he's extremely disappointed and hurt at how this character has gone. I, like I said from the beginning, I think it was a huge mistake to have JJ do the first one and then hand it off to Ryan for him to write the second one. That just, to me, mm. when I heard that, just kind of did not make me feel good because how can you have one person write a movie, the first part of a trilogy, and then hand it off to a, the second director and have him write the second one. That yeah, just doesn't right. make sense to me. Um, yeah. I just don't see how it could possibly be good. And now they throw J.J. They basically apparently beg him to take over episode nine and supposedly fix things. Really? That's yeah. asking a lot of J.J. So... I don't know. Yeah. I'm still really nervous about this. I, I'm excited. I want to see what happens. I want to see what they do. But I'm still really nervous that,
0: that they could just make it worse. You know. So yeah, I, I'm 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 pretty excited that JJ's coming back. I think you're right. I think I, it would do just better that he took over the whole. Just have him take the whole thing. You know, do the whole thing. I don't, This whole back and forth thing. And I understand that he wanted to. Set, he's kind of one of these guys that likes to set it up. I like a pr- pretty. Overall, I thought what he did with episode seven was was pretty good. Um, My favorite of the new stuff by far. And uh, just, yeah, you're right. I think it was just like, I don't know. It sounds like they didn't have an overall arcing um, outline as to what they wanted to do with this. It it just keeps sounds, it it keeps, I don't know, I keep hearing that. uh, It was basically just, hey, JJ and and Kasdan, here we go. We're going to set some things up and kind of like, you figure out what you want to do. And I just don't like that idea of like, Hey, you figure out what you want to do in eight and then somebody else will figure out what they want to do in nine. How could you not have an overarching overall uh, outline to this whole sequel trilogy? And I don't know, maybe they did. I don't know. I'm. We'll, hopefully we'll find out someday, but it just on the surface right now, it doesn't look like they had that. So it's just so, like you said, it's kind of bizarre that they would do that. And, and I don't know. I, I, I keep hearing this stuff about JJ's going to come back and he's going to, you know, bring everybody back and he's going to tie everything together. And I mean, how are you going to do all this in, in a two and a half hour movie? I don't know. But um, if there's anybody that could do it, I think JJ is, is is on the track. And you said something about this flashback. I hadn't heard about that. But that's interesting that, you know, like, could they have a flashback scene of all, you know, the, you know, Helen and Leia and Luke together? Would they do that? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about you know, Harrison, Harrison Ford being in, and of course Carrie Fisher's not around anymore. So obviously, it'd be pretty extremely difficult to do that. But yeah. I don't know. You talk about fan service. Uh, personally, I think them bringing Lando into Episode Nine was a direct result of what happened in Episode Eight about the fans going, "Wait a minute, where the heck is Lando in this thing?" Like you talk about needing somebody in the Outer Rim to come and help with the with the uh, with the Resistance you know, forget this code breaker and, and Moz, where's Lando? And I think that possibly that, you know, high, uh, casting of Billy D as Lando is kind of a somewhat of a result of the fans going, hey, where the heck is Lando? So I think J.J. is definitely listening. Um, and I don't know. He I keep hearing about all this stuff about tying the, all the trilogies together and all that, and I, I think he can do it. I think – I think uh, he's the one to come around and, and do this. So, Well, I've got to have a couple of weeks to, to find out, uh, especially when we get this trailer, hopefully, in, at the celebration. but yeah, we don't um, get it at yeah. the
1: celebration. There's going to be some unhappy people. Uh, I yeah. mean, if it doesn't come for celebration, that means it'll be uh, on uh, Avengers Endgame at the end of uh, sure. April. Sure. So,
0: Yeah, no but, doubt, no doubt on that one. But I Talk really about.
1: don't think that they will not give us one because they know we expect it. You know, yeah, that's what oh we, sure. That's what we got at the last one. So, for, yeah, it's yeah.
0: kind of like their M.O. as far as these celebrations. You know, they they always tease us and give us one more thing. You know, kind of like they end. Yeah, yeah. So. If they want to piss
1: off the fan base anymore. Then don't give us a trailer at celebration.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, and the other thing too. Obviously, um, we haven't really mentioned it, but uh, we're also getting the end of this year. Clone Wars is coming back. And the Mandalorian is set to debut on this new Disney Channel we're talking about. So, two more pretty exciting things that I'm really excited for. I mean, the buzz about this Mandalorian series is really gaining a lot of traction, and a lot of people I've heard are more excited for this than they are Episode Nine. Personally, I'm more you know I'm looking forward to Episode Nine more than anything. Uh, But this thing is right you know it's right there as far as the Mandalorian. Like you know you got. Favreau involved you got some of these directors Taika Waititi of course Dave Filoni running you know doing a lot of the show running and or directing uh, man this thing is setting up to be woo! I can't wait for this thing yeah, you I'm know excited. I'm uh, excited yeah and I'm not just I'm not like a huge when I first heard the thing you know Mandalorian's is like oh, okay well, you know it's pretty cool but you know I'm more of a Jedi Sith Force guy but hey the traction this thing is getting really exciting. So hopefully we're going to get some of that at Celebration 2. So, uh, yeah, big stuff coming up. Uh, Chris, anything else in the news you wanted to?
1: Oh,
0: uh, no, about not it? really. I
1: think we pretty much covered everything. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the new uh, TV content. The thing with a uh, with the Mandalorian uh, show is it's a TV show, so yeah, it could come you have to give it a chance to evolve and see where they're going with it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm really excited about it. And you know, that's the, that's the difference between a TV show and episode nine, you know, episode nine, bam, it's there. We get it. But this yeah. week uh, with the TV, you kind of have to get it, give it a chance to evolve. Kind of like with the resistance, you know, that, that to me, wasn't really, you know, like you, like we discussed on our last episode where it was just starting to get good, where they were talking about the, um, uh, getting in more with the spying on the the uh the first order and stuff and they actually ended that series with a bang so yeah uh, sure. you know i'm looking forward to what comes next with it but you know like I you said you know, it's a tv show and you, it does have to have a chance to grow and breathe so but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited just with the simple fact that um you know john favreau was in charge of this thing so that right there gave me all the confidence i needed for it so
0: yeah, I mean, this guy, Favreau, is the one that basically started the MCU um, or the current MCU back in, you know, when he did Iron Man. I mean, this guy was behind it. I mean, if that thing didn't work, uh, Iron Man, who knows where the MCU would be, you know, or if it would be at all, you know. Right. It, so, the, I mean. Fans
1: were not looking forward to having Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man, and they did no, and then it comes out, and it's just like, bam, in your face, here we go. It's yeah, now, definitely. So,
0: so yeah, and, and who knows, like, you know, we heard about the budget for this, for this TV show, which is huge, and I can't wait to see like how they're going to, you know, the special effects, what that's going to look like, you know, how much action is going to be involved, what the action is going to entail, and so it's, there's a lot of just question marks that I can't wait to find out, and uh, I guess we're going to find out hopefully in a few weeks here. With that, though, Chris, um, you ready to get into it, our main topic, yeah. Top 5 Celebration so Moments? Let's do it. Hello there. You're listening to the Sarlacc Pit Podcast, an elegant podcast for a more civilized age. You can go about your business. Move along. Move along. Alrighty, then. Here we go. Like I said, uh, we want to talk about our top five, personally, our top five moments that have happened over the celebrations over the years. Of course, we have Celebration Chicago coming up really, really soon here, uh, April 11th through the 15th at McCormick Place in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, That will be, I believe, the 13th Celebration uh, that we've gotten, uh, obviously it started with celebration one way back on April 30th of 1999, just what two weeks before, uh, the release of episode one. So the timing is interesting uh, on celebrations, Chris, that very first celebration happened just weeks before we got the release of episode one. So the, uh, that obviously I didn't go to that one, but I remember hearing, I remember reading stories and, um, yeah, I just starting way back in 1999 all the way in here to 2019 with the 13th celebration. Uh celebrations that have happened all over from you know, Los Angeles to Indiana to uh you know, Florida and then also obviously the stuff we got in Japan and uh and the UK that have had their celebrations. So, uh 13 Chris, but uh again, like I said we're going to go over our top 5 that we thought. Do you have any anything I guess, you know what, we'll say. I'll save, I have one, I had like six of them. I'll, I'll save kind of a, a honorable mention uh, for the end here, or just before we get to number one. But Chris, you want me to start off with uh, my number five?
1: Sure, go ahead, because oh. I've, I've only got five.
0: Okay, good. Uh, number five for me um, is going to be, I think, Dave Filoni introducing us to Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, this was at Celebration 4, uh, and Celebration 4 obviously was at the L.A. Convention Center back in May 24th to the 28th in 2007, and this is the first time that we got any information about or any uh, visual stuff about this new Clone War series. Dave Filoni, um, obviously a newcomer to the scene, he showed up, uh, he had a panel And it basically showcased the art. Uh, It revealed uh, new characters. And he also talked story, uh, some story beats and story elements uh, with the audience at that celebration. I was not at this celebration, but I do remember hearing about this. Obviously, this is, um, you know, we're talking about the Clone Wars. That has been probably one of the biggest things in, in the Star Wars saga that has happened uh, over the last, I don't know, 10, 15, 20, uh, shoot, the, whole, the whole saga. I mean, this is one of those things that started off really slow. Obviously, you guys remember the movie that came out in 2008. Uh, it didn't necessarily go over very well with fans, but uh, there was some potential there. And this is one of those things that I, that I remember hearing about. And the Clone Wars debuted um, on television. And I didn't even have an idea. Like, I didn't even know it was around. I remember taping it. I knew it was around. So I, I taped the first few episodes just to, like, I'm going to tape it and I'll get to it, you know, when I can over. I think I taped, I want to say I DVR'd or tivo back when I had TiVo. Jeez. Uh, I want to say the first, like, three or four episodes. So one day I just remember jumping on like oh let me check out this Clone Wars series because I remember watching the the original Clone Wars television series the Gendi Tartakovsky series and I enjoyed that I thought that was really good so I go okay they're doing another Clone Wars I'll tape it and I'll check it out checked out the first episode and obviously it was with with Ventress uh, Dooku and Yoda and him talking with the cl- with the clones and talking about individuality and. And him sitting down with the clones and it was one of those episodes where you just like i remember watching it and going whoa this is not even close to anything i thought this was going to be i thought it was going to be some you know younger kid kind of fun going kind of like the clone wars was it was kind of a little over the top but it was still fun to watch but this was on a totally different level this was animation this was kind of like adult storytelling in an animated form and it just I was totally blown away by this. And I guess I just didn't notice that when he was on the stage at Star Wars Celebration and kind of going over it. This just one of those things like, oh, okay, another series. It would be fine. I'll, I'll check it out when I can, like I said. But, yeah, checking this thing out, it just – that first episode, kind of like, okay, uh, we're on a totally different level here. And from then on, this show had gained crazy traction over the years to where – when it was canceled by by Disney when they bought it, I mean, fans were legitimately just pissed off, upset, like, what the heck is going on? This was the only thing that was going for Star Wars at the time until we got, you know, the introduction of the new films and all that. But I don't know, man. This is one of those series that over time, especially with Ahsoka building her character and she became one of the greatest characters in the Star Wars saga, um... This is one of those moments that you look back and go, man, this is the beginning. This is Filoni and Lucas working together to build this animated, uh, animated series that eventually came out to be, like I said earlier, you know, one of, the, one of the best things in the Star Wars saga in the last 40, you know, since the beginning. You know, this is one of those moments. This is one of those series that will be, forever be uh, one of the best things to come. In, in the Star Wars saga, so I had to put Dave Filoni introducing us to the Star Wars Clone Wars series at Celebration Four. That's my number five moment. Um, Chris, were you at? You weren't at that celebration, were you?
1: Um, which one was this? This was
0: this was the L.A. Convention Center in two thousand seven no. Celebration Four.
1: Uh, uh-uh, that wasn't. Uh, no, that was in L.A. I wasn't at that one, but okay. Um, you know, this I, this I,
0: is before all the streaming, so all the stuff right. you had to learn about. Excuse <clears throat> me, through. Through the internet or a few stories and, and stuff like that, so that's kind of how I we found out about this. was just the the buzz around that hitting the the, the, oh, yeah. uh, the inter- interwebs as they were. So anyway,
1: um, yeah, you you had to wait for somebody that was in the hall that filmed sure. it on their phone or something to post it on YouTube
0: to, to watch it. <laughs> yeah, right. Or, yeah, uh, and that's and that's a a couple of mine have been through YouTube watching things that have just been incredible. So um yeah chris what do you think or or, Um, want to start with your number five uh, well actually uh, with what
1: you were just talking about i didn't i didn't put that one on on, it's not in my top five but i do recall that being really big because you know that at that time that was like them releasing a movie because they had all the toys ready to go yeah you know you had all fantastic toys to had. but for that, you know i was on board and excited about this one because i remember when they did the todokarski series i was expecting the ewoks or droids from the 80s you know like you said geared towards kids and kind of goopy and then when they came out you're like wait a minute this isn't (laughs) kitty you know this is kind of hello and then when they did this i was expecting so much more and yeah the movie was a little rough when it came out the animation was still getting there they were still uh, evolving with the animation but that first episode with yoda and i was on board right from the beginning so i was watching them as they were released i didn't wait like you did but you still had to wait for the show to evolve and get better and better and as it, it just kept getting better and better and better and i really and you're right they really upset fans when they canceled that and to me it just seems so ridiculous i understand the fact that disney bought lucasfilm and they wanted to scrap everything and start at this starting point and move forward i understood that but why would you cancel something that already has stories that they haven't finished you would think let them finish that and go on so but yeah that that was was a big moment uh moving on to to my top five and i wanted to say that i was planning on going to this celebration but as things turned out i'm not going to go i've been to six of them in the past i went to the first three and then i've been to the last three in orlando mm-hmm. um, i don't know which ones which other than celebration one two and three i know those but i don't know which ones these last ones are number wise because we've had some outside of the country and if, I'm, sure. if i remember right you said we had 13 and i think 10 of them have been in the states or, right. or or this one coming up might be the 10th one in the states or something i don't i'm not sure but um i decided that i'm not going to be able to go to this one so And like you said with the streaming that they have now i could watch all this stuff you know as it's coming out which makes it so awesome whereas before with the first few you know i was like oh my gosh i got to go so that i could see this stuff but for me my number five uh would be the first three celebrations one of the big things that me and my girlfriend at the time would do was we went there because we wanted to meet the stars and get their autographs and stuff of course this was back when you can actually get an autograph for a decent price (laughs) yeah right Yeah. yeah i'd go in there and i'd get like jeremy bullock's autograph for 20 bucks or you know even anthony daniels i'd get his for like 30 at the time so you know it was for me going to the first three they yes they had panels and stuff going on but that wasn't the main thing really that they had going for me it was uh, we always enjoyed going and meeting the stars and not so much meeting other fans because at the time it was just you know me and my girlfriend and it, you know we didn't have facebook and all that kind of stuff at the time but for me it was my number fifth uh number five is going and getting uh to meet the various actors and talk to them and it was a lot of fun to actually get and meet and a lot of these guys would sit and chit chat ray park was one of the Ones that kind of shocked me when I first met him Mm -hmm. and you'd get up there to him in line and he'd start asking you questions because he wanted to know what, um, what you were like, why you were a fan, this, that, and the other. He was just so personable when you got to line, uh, when you got up to him, especially with the kids and, you know, and some of the others that weren't all that great. Um, for me, uh, (laughs) I hate to say this, but you know, Billy D Williams, uh was one of the worst ones i ever met he just when i when i went through the line with him he just he didn't he didn't look up he didn't pay any attention uh he 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 would focus on the kids which was great but the way they had his table set up he had one guy on his right hand side that would hand. you would tell him what you wanted because i had an action figure and i'd hand it to him said i want him to sign sign this He'd hand it to him. He'd tell Billy what I said to him. Then he'd hand it to the other guy, and the other guy would hand it to me. So Billy really wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now, if a kid came up, he would make a point to say something to the kid. But to me, I was just kind of like, really? I mean, yeah. you know, we're paying for you to be here, basically, as fans, and you're acting like this. But, you know, that's fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but some of the others were great. I, I got to meet uh Porkins. I got to meet um, – uh, Uncle Owen, when he was still alive. I got to meet the young Aunt Peru uh, before she even came out in the, into the film. I, I met her before episode two came out, so she wasn't even on screen yet when I met her. Um, what is uh, a guy that played General Veers? I got to meet him, Julian Glover. Glover, oh, yeah. Uh, I've yeah. met so many of the minor characters and stuff. It's just been a great joy, and obviously, you get to see Anthony Daniels several times. Uh, Peter Mayhew, uh, Jeremy Bullock, David Prowse. Uh, probably my favorite meeting was always Carrie Fisher because she was always fun to talk to. I mean, yeah. she was nuts. Oh. Let's face it, she was nuts, but she was a lot of fun to talk to. And she uh, she always made a point to speak to everybody, which was great. So to me, that was that's some of my favorite memories is for celebrations is standing in line and, and meeting uh, various uh, stars now the last three i didn't bother getting in line because i've already met most of them but that the price of the autographs has skyrocketed so much it's kind of like jesus i can't afford to even get somebody's autograph anymore and i, I was considering hoping that mark hamill would be there if, and trying to get his autograph because i've never met him but his was like uh, i think 125 dollars at the last one or something like yeah. that
0: Sure, yeah, it was like, well over a hundred. Yeah, really? Yeah. You are
1: like, come on. Yeah. of course, now they do the meet and greet, which is great. You can pay to do a photo op with him. Like, you could pay a hundred fifty or even two hundred dollars, and you get his autograph. Plus, you get to take a picture with him, mm-hmm. which is cool. But yeah, that's but cool. you're looking at that kind of money. You're like, geez, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a car payment, or you know, that's half a car payment, or something. You know? Jeez.
0: Yeah. It's, like I, it's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous, but yeah, you, the first three, man, you're talking about, geez, Colorado with, with Celebration one, and then Indianapolis for two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, I think I didn't even think about that, but that's a good point that you make about um, part of the Celebration is getting to meet some of these people and and say hi or shake a hand or get an autograph, and that is that is actually a, a good point. I didn't even think about this. It. Not on my list, as but it yeah, definitely could yeah. be. And I think you're right. Um, especially with someone like Ray Park, which is, you know, you're so, like you said, you're so used to being in these lines. You just go up and go, hey, how you doing? Can you sign this? And then you're off and, you know, going to the next line. Ray Park was one that I do remember. And exactly like you said, I had two, both my sons were with me. Um, this is at the point where, uh, obviously, he's Darth Maul, duh, but he was also, you know, he was in X-Men. He was, he was uh, what was it, Snake Eyes and G.I. Joe. So he had a few things he's, he had been doing. And, uh, we went up to the line and I had my, like I said, I had my boys with me and he was one of those guys that wanted you to stay and he wanted to chat. And you're so used to being in this thing where you just like, you say, hi, you get something signed and then you move on. He was like, he was almost to the type where he'd be like, no, stay. Where are you from? What, you know, what do you do? Are you into some about somehow we got into to the, to the, um, subject of martial arts. And you know, I told him, yeah, I used to do this kind of martial art and this, and he kind of talked about it with me. And I was like, is this is this real? I mean, he's talking to martial arts with me, and my boys are sitting here just sucking it all up. And he was talking to him and saying hi. And yeah, my uh, my uncle is kind of from the area he was from, so we were talking about that. And I almost felt like we were like, I think we need to be moving along. There's other people behind us that want to talk to you. And he would just sit there and talk. And it was like, yeah. this is awesome. You know, you you're just so used to. Being this kind of like cattle call type thing, we're just like move it along. And he was one of those guys that I think for me he was probably the my favorite to meet and to talk to, just because he would he would sit there and chat with you. I haven't I haven't seen him in a few. The last celebration that I went to, I I I don't think I saw him and I didn't talk to him. So I don't know if he's still kind of that way. It seems like he is. He's really active on on Instagram and and that kind of thing. So just one of those really down to earth cool guys that. It's just enjoying everything that you would get at a celebration. He just yeah. he kind of would, would just soak it all in and, and just enjoy it. So I, I have to put him as the top as far as meeting people. Yeah. He was one of the best. So, uh, so my number four.
1: I was going to say, sometimes you get, you get to meet a star on the floor. I ran into Dave Filoni oh. at one of the Orlandos. It wasn't the last one, the one before that. And I, I was able just to walk up at least and grab him and say, hey, thank you for the clone wars. I said I appreciate everything that you've done because I just love it. And he just went, well, you know, he's thank you, you're welcome and you know, blah 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 and you know, he kind of moved on cuz he he was actually moving. He couldn't just like stop and talk, but I grabbed him for a second just to at least say thank you, which was oh, really cool. So, yeah.
0: I did run into Filoni at not a celebration, but I ran into him at the uh Presidio and at uh, Lucasfilm Digital um Digital Arts Center where I was a guest of Lucasfilm to see some of the Clone Wars stuff, Clone Wars, uh, the return of Darth Maul. I was over there for that. And I did see Filoni after that showing. Um, during that showing, there was a a uh, kind of like a quiz or whatever that was going on that they kind of did before they showed the, the two episodes. And I had won like a book and a lightsaber and something else. I answered a trivia question about the Clone Wars. Um, so I got a few prizes as I was walking out. Um, I had this book. It was, I, I can't, I think it was a Jedi book or something like that, or something about the Clone Wars. And he was there and go, Hey, how you doing, man? You really enjoy Clone Wars. And he was like talking to me for a second. He goes, Hey, let me see your book. And he, he drew a, um, a uh, i think it was a clone trooper inside the panel of the book and, uh, kind of, I think he signed it or something like that. And so I thought that was really cool. Again, another guy that was just humble and, appreciative of all the fans and and another guy that i think is one of those guys that you see on the floor like you said chris and he's cool he'll talk with you and kind of gets it one of those guys that gets it you know what i mean so uh another another uh cool meeting with him not at a celebration but somewhere else but he's definitely like that at celebrations too um number four for me i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to celebration three chris obviously you were at this one um the first time George Lucas was at a celebration the first time he attended uh he had the panel obviously it sold out people were lining up this is when I get you got the where you would line up literally overnight to get into this panel I know it was a bad I, I if I remember right it was a it was a kind of a bad night it was a lot of rain I believe and a lot of wind and it was really cold and you probably can tell more about that but um I think that was the moment where celebration kind of got legitimate, like, holy crap, George Lucas, the creator, actually is attending a celebration and having a panel <clears throat> excuse me, and kind of talking with the crowd and answering questions and all that kind of thing and just kind of breaking it down. And I think that was, like I said, kind of like the moment celebration turned a corner, like, okay, this is a legitimate you know, fan convention when you got George Lucas attending. Not that the, the other ones weren't really cool in their own right, but it's just the fact that the creator was now there, kind of put the stamp on it, made it, like, legitimate, like, yeah, this is the place to be. The creator of Star Wars is at a celebration, and it was packed house. Um Chris Celebration 3, if I'm – yeah, that's right, Celebration 3 – Uh, Do you remember any of
1: this? Was did you actually go to that panel? Actually, uh, now that you're talking about it, it brings back the memories. But uh, no, I did not go to the panel. And the reason why is because I remember we were heading out for that day, uh, Mm. and the line was already wrapped around the freaking building. And I was like, oh, good grief! There's so many people (laughs) already here. There's no way we'll get in, even if we got in line right now. So we didn't do it. And I found out years later but scoot who my best friend he was actually at that one and he stood out in line all night long cold and raining yeah and and all he had he said all i had was a t-shirt because we we didn't know the weather was going to be like that and we got there so he i think i think he got sick from it but he he was excited. He didn't care. He got he got in the room to see George Lucas. So he was stoked.
0: <laughs> yeah. the Convention Center, that was a uh, celebration three on April twenty first to the twenty fourth, two thousand five. Um yeah, I just I just remember hearing all the stories. Uh obviously it was big news that George Lucas was was actually there. Uh I think I think it was kind of a shock to people as well. I don't I don't believe that he was um on any radar. I, I I don't know if it was one of those things where they just wanted to surprise rise a pan. I'm trying to th- remember how that happened, but yeah. did you do you yeah. remember if if you remember if he was supposed to be there or was that a kind of a, a yeah. shock to everybody?
1: Uh ugh. That was so long ago I honestly don't remember about that. If it was I
0: if would say was it was a shock. I want to say it was something where he just kinda obviously they had pre planned it, but I think it was kind of a, a shock to people. Like I I remember hearing stories about oh I think they if somebody saw George Lucas here and all of a sudden Boom! He shows up at this. Yeah. I don't know if that could be right because why would you have a panel? I think
1: he. If, I think he did have the panel planned because that's why my friends uh, scooting him at, were standing yeah, out it on it. Yeah, you would line up. You wouldn't
0: line up if unless you knew George was going to be there. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else, but um, definitely one of those things like I said that that set celebration kind of on fire and kind of made us. Not not that it wasn't legitimate, but just kind of put that stamp on it. Like, man, when the creator's here, you know this is something big. So that was my number four. Uh, number four for you, Chris, what do you got?
1: Uh, well, for me, this is more personal uh, as okay. well. This yeah. one is road trip. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> me, yeah. That's, yeah. A whole, that's what's so fun about going to Celebration. And that's kind of one of the reasons why uh, financially was probably the biggest reason to not go to this one. But the other thing is, you know, my best friend and his wife aren't going. They can't go, so that takes away my road trip, which is a lot of the fun, driving 12 hours in a car with your buddies uh, there and back. And, you know, I've gone to celebrations where I've flown in. Um, the w- one before, uh, this this last one we all drove down to for Orlando, but the one before that, uh, they didn't know that they were going to go, and I'd already had everything planned, so I had to actually – was expecting them to go and they then they was like okay well we're not going to go so i had to fly so i flew in and then they decided at the last minute that they could actually go and mm-hmm. then they drove down and i was like okay great so i missed the road trip going down but to me that's a lot of the fun is uh and for anybody that's going for the first time this year if you are driving there enjoy it that's the whole part of the fun is being in the cars with your friends and you're talking about what you're going to do and You're planning out what you want to do because you're getting all the panels and you can make a decision. And say, okay, I got to see this. I got to see that. And, you know, that's part of the excitement is figuring out what you want to do when you get there. And and if this is the first time you're going, please have a plan. (laughs) Don't just go in there thinking, well, we'll just go on the fly. Because once you get there, if you don't have a plan, then you're going on the fly is pretty much out the window (laughs) because, you know, it's kind of difficult. You do have to plan what you want to do and and in testament this last one in orlando was just a nightmare as far as getting into panels and stuff because there were so many more people than there had ever been before and this particular one that they're doing this year uh you know the the five-day tickets sold out in two days so i would expect it to be a lot like the last one as far as being jam-packed every single day
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh yeah definitely um yeah I think that's one of the things like the last celebration I went to was uh in in l a on, on 2015 um, and I flew down by myself, but I do kind of wish that I could have driven it and had like you know some buddies to go with and and like you said, you just you're gearing up for it, you're talking about it you can you can you know listen to a podcast, you can listen to the movies on on radio you can you can have trivia. I mean, there's so many fun things you can do, as, as like you said, a road trip, which would be so fun, just the excitement of getting down there. And uh, I will say, though, that just after I got there, you know, I met up with a bunch of friends and we all had a hotel together. And that whole experience was was, you know, one of the things I'll never forget. And that's probably uh, I'll come back around and talk about that a little later. But, yeah, the road trip, man, I, I bet that's that's dang fun to, to go and just kind of have fun and, and get excited about a celebration on your way there so definitely a definitely a personal experience um, and, and a lot of people do that too there's a lot of people that that go hey let's jump in a car and let's let's drive down there instead of flying or if you're lucky enough to have one in your own city i mean that's pretty awesome but definitely the fact that you get to <clears throat> do uh, a lot of these road trips it's got to be having it in your gotta, own
1: city jeez what's could that you, i said could you imagine having it in your own city that'd be awesome
0: Oh, man. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Not have to worry about flying or driving; Just you're right there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Number three for me uh, goes to a personal story. Chris, you had a couple yourself. And this again, uh, uh, this is for me a a personal experience that it just has to be in my top three. And actually, I cheated. Um, I put kind of two in here in in the number three category. Uh, One of them is personal and one of them is just one of those things that you'll never forget. The, the first one is um, Saturday, April 18th, 2015. We're talking about Celebration uh, Los Angeles in 2015. Like I said, the panel, there was a new allies and a new villains panel for Star Wars Rebels Season 2. And we got a sneak peek at uh, what was to come for the second season of the animated series, uh, the Rebel, the Rebels animated series. Um, and this is one of those things where it's just like... I think if you're listening to this and you were at that panel, you'll understand that we got a panel and then we got to see the first two, I believe, the first two episodes for that season two, uh, one of which was called The Siege of Low Fall. And we got a preview to that. And I think one of the things that stood out was the fact that this was the point where. and it's it's been a while now since so not necessarily a spoiler obviously, but we got introduced to Darth Vader in this series, and there was a point in this when we were watching the actual uh, Siege of Lothal, we got to see it. Part of the part of it, you all remember if you watched Siege of Lothal, there was a point where you know Vader's in his tie, uh, Ahsoka is is uh, I, can't, I think she was in the ghost, and she had a force connection with with Darth Vader. And there was this look on her face that she realized that Darth Vader was Anakin Skywalker. And the whole place, I tell you what, the whole place went crazy when they saw that scene, myself included. You're just like, whoa, everybody's mouth, everybody's eyes went wide. You hear this huge gasp in, in the theater that they've shown it. People were like, what? Everybody was screaming and yelling. It was just that point where you know, or, you know, a saga film was connecting with a animated series, and this character of Ahsoka that had been uh, obviously tough to deal with in the beginning, but grew to everybody just loving her. And to see her come into this series now was a huge bonus. And to see Darth Vader obviously was massive. Um, and to see their two stories kind of intertwined and that particular moment. I'll never forget that. It was just one of those things where you kind of almost have to be there, but it was a major point in this series, and it was a major, uh, I guess, plot point, like I said, and it was massive in that thing. I mean, I'll never forget that theater going crazy when they saw that, myself included, like I said. So that, and then also, um, I don't know if you remember this, this, Chris. This is Celebration 2, Back in 2002 at the end of the convention center, we got our first sneak peek at the Yoda versus Dooku fight that we were going to get in Attack of the Clones. And I remember YouTube was obviously very, I think this was actually might've been the first kind of year of YouTube. So YouTube was very young, but this leaked onto the internet, this Yoda versus Dooku sneak. And... I'll never forget watching this because I wasn't there, but I remember watching the sneak uh, peek. Somebody had taped it on their phone or whatever, how you ever taped it back then, I don't even remember, but it leaked onto the internet. And I'll just remember the first time seeing that, the chills that I got, not only from what we were witnessing, but the crowd, Chris, the crowd. This was the first time that you got this, at least personally, I had noticed or watched something with a crowd at Celebration and seeing just everybody erupt in applause and in, in, in excitement. And it just really made you just like, just the 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 chills that you got from watching that was intense. So that and uh, Ahsoka thing, again, one personal and one that I'll never forget that, the feeling that and, and just the emotion of seeing Yoda versus Duke and that sneak peek we got, which is crazy to see, to imagine they would show a sneak peek of that magnitude at a celebration but that's what you got when you went to celebration you got to see stuff that nobody else was seeing and luckily you know somebody did something they probably weren't supposed to and taped that and that thing leaked but oh man it was crazy uh chris you remember um that particular thing do you remember that yeah. kind of leak on the internet
1: i do remember that yeah and it was very uh it was a big 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 deal because I think uh, so, right? yeah. yeah getting to see yoda and you're just like oh my god i can't wait to see this fight and then to see it in the film was you know to have that moment in the film where you hear yoda and his cane coming in but you don't see him yet that was just yeah that was yeah. that was really really big and cause, you know in the early days of celebration that was one of the reasons to go was because you would get in on all this stuff before The rest of the world but with you know now it's more you get to go and have yeah you get to go and see it but so does the rest of the world at the same time so you know it it does take a little bit out of it for that but uh not enough to uh not go um and enjoy Uh yourself this you know this time around but yeah i do remember that that was a big 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 deal
0: yeah so i kind of cheated i put two in there but I couldn't pick between those two, and I wanted to include two because, again, one was a personal experience that I think if you've gone to a celebration, you, you obviously understand um, when you see something of that magnitude, and then you see it with so many thousands and thousands of other Star Wars fans, just uh, – it's something you can't really des- – just it's hard to describe, but you know it when you're in that kind of moment. And I think that's another one where that Yoda versus Dooku in that room, and seeing the crowd reaction – uh was just incredible and, and i remember seeing that and seeing some other leaked stuff i mean i remember seeing like yoda being thrown against the wall by insidious and and the crowd reaction to that it was just and like you said it was one of those things where you got really behind the scenes stuff and you got to see stuff way before everybody else was supposed to see it you know months unless these things leaked out all you you just heard about it through through the internet or through people talking about it. you didn't necessarily get to see it so this thing leaking out um was just it was a big deal i remember it. i just it was one of those biggest one of the biggest moments that i remember and i'll never forget that watching that for the first time and seeing that so that was number 3 for me chris i kind of cheated to put two in there but uh what do you got for number 3
1: well actually i've just noticed in my list that i have uh 6 so i guess i'm going to cheat a little bit and have two in the next one. Uh, they they kind of fit together so uh, okay for me, not being personal, this is like what you're talking about, things that happen. A um, couple of the big things that stand out to me um, as far as having appearances um, back, and it's one of the Orlandos, it was either the first or the second one, I can't recall which one, I think it was the second one, but when George Lucas was going to be there, we knew it, he was going to be there, he was going to do a Q&A, and I cannot even freaking think of who it was that
0: interviewed him. It was uh it was that was John Stewart right John
1: Stewart, okay, there we go that I just couldn't think of yep. it, and I didn't friends of mine, they got into the main hall to see him live on stage. I didn't we got in on one of the second because they had the main hall, then they had like two or three other rooms that they were projecting it to, so I at least got in onto one of the projection rooms to get to see George Lucas come out on stage, and this was huge because we knew he was coming. We knew he was going to be there for at least this day and mm-hmm that was just so exciting and it was such a great interview and george has always been really good when he actually gets to sit down and enjoy the interview and he loves seeing the fans he loves seeing all the excitement and stuff around the fans and the other one that kind of really stood out for me was the last celebration when they had george lucas Harrison Ford, mark hamill and all of these guys came out on stage together and then at the end they pulled out john williams oh yeah did the tribute to carrie fisher that's one that you know, you're. I didn't get into the room, but they projected it live. You know, because now they have the streaming, uh, live now that they do, and they had it on the main screen in the main hall. So you had, you know, a couple thousand people crowded around the main screen, watching this, and you know, get to see John Williams play the music. You're fighting back tears watching this thing, and it's it was such an emotional moment to see all of them on the stage together, and to actually get Harrison Ford to come out because he doesn't get to do these. And the thing that yeah. is, you know, blows, blows my mind when he finally gets out there. The first person to ask care support a question, they ask him how his leg's doing. Mm, yeah. And his response is, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, crap, I broke it, you know, months ago. Six months ago, it's fine, dude. Mm-hmm. I just remember thinking it was such a dumb question, but, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that I was guess. Celebration 5, right? You were talking about the, the, the George Lucas one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with John Stewart, yeah, Celebration Five, two thousand and ten, in August, they uh, at the Orange County Convention Center, and I, I, that's one that I remember because, like you said, it was John Stewart, and, and he really liked John Stewart, and and a lot of people talked about how that was just a fun, a fun interview, But I mean, the the connection those two had, and the chemistry was really good between the two, and the jokes and stuff like that, and I remember that was the also where he, didn't he bring out he brought out um, Obi Wan, like he had like a I think it was a like a three and three quarter inch and the planet that he was from was apparently, or, you know, it was called Stu John. Um, and now was kind of like a big deal that came out of that particular panel was, was, Oh, we finally got the Obi-Wan Kenobi's birth planet. as the planet of Stu John. Now, I don't know where we're at within 2019. If that's still the case, if, if that's actually his, if that's Canon still, I don't know. I mean, geez, George, Lucas is the one that actually said it, uh, I think he was obviously kind of saying it in fun, but I don't know. I don't know where we're at right, that right now. I haven't checked Wikipedia or Wikipedia in a while to see if that's really what his, you know, what they're saying is his birth planet. But that was one of the funny things that came out of that that panel, Chris, was the planet Stu John for Obi-Wan Kenobi. You remember that part too?
1: Yeah. It, the whole, you know, like you said, John Stewart was just so good at it. And you can't find footage of it on YouTube, I Kind of looking to see if you can get the whole thing as a lump sum, but all I'm seeing is just little you know, one and two minute pieces of it. But I'm sure there's uh the whole thing around there somewhere.
0: somewhere. yeah Yeah, definitely you can find that on there. Um uh, I've seen like I said, that's when I went back and, and watched. Uh for me. It's oh, yeah. one of those really fun ones to yeah, watch. So go. good stuff, one. man. Good stuff. Yeah. Um number two, Chris, is going to be for me another personal experience. Again, this was Thursday. This was a Thursday, April sixteenth, two thousand fifteen uh, celebration in Anaheim, and this was the the kickoff day. This was the Thursday. This was the very first thing that kicked off celebration. Ten AM to eleven AM, the Star Wars Episode Seven panel with JJ uh, Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy and a few other guests. Again, like I said, this was the kickoff for celebration in Anaheim. <clears throat> um, it was on the celebration stage. Uh, this is one where they simulcast this to other stages in, in Anaheim. And unfortunately, we didn't get into the actual stage that they were on. But we were in one of the digital stages, which was really cool. Uh, I'm so glad that they did that because was, this is was massive. Um, again, a personal story for me, and this is why it's number two for me, is we got the one last thing. We got the trailer. We already had, you know, in November previously, Chris. We got that first teaser, which kind of kicked off Star Wars Seven and what we were going to be introduced to throughout the rest, you know, throughout the rest of the year. Celebration comes around, <clears throat> we get an actual trailer, and this was the Chewy We're Home trailer, and just like what would happened previously or after, it'd actually be after this when we got the Rebel stuff I talked about earlier. This was the kickoff, Chris, and this was – I was in there with friends, podcast partners and friends. We are all there together. We were all in a row there on the one of the stages, one of the digital stages. And it didn't matter that we were in a digital stage. The, the room was freaking electric. And it's one of those things where if you were there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, you're sitting there with your friends. This trailer kicks off. And of course, we got all the great stuff from the trailer, you know, especially with Kylo Ren talking to the the Vader mask, and people went crazy when they saw that. But it wasn't until the very end, and you got that quick blackout, and all of a sudden you hear the the Chewie from Han Solo, and this is again, this is our first glimpse of all this, and he comes in Chewie next to him, and he says, "We're home," and he's on the you know the Millennium Falcon. Uh it's just incredible. the The place went nuts I was standing up I remember like standing up and just looking around at the crowd and my hands were raised up and I'm just like you know I my hands are just kind of going back and forth up in the air just like can you believe this we're here watching this an incredible moment for me like I'll never forget that uh I remember friends I mean it's just like we were so happy and it was so neat to see these guys back on screen it's just like you were choking back like some tears just like i can't believe we're at this point now we're finally here uh like i said place was electric even if it was in the digital stage it was amazing goosebumps and then they go hey you guys want to see it again so they show you know the trailer and again i remember that whole the whole rest of that weekend chris we just kept playing that trailer over and we would go back to the hotel for the night or the, our room for the night And we would put that trailer on and just watch it and talk about it and discuss it and just watch it over and over and over again. But, again, a personal experience. If you were there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or if you've been to any of the celebrations where you've been in a panel that is is kind of near and dear to you and you find out something, it's just one of those things that, like I said, again, it's really hard to explain. But just an incredible moment. Like I said, I can't say that enough. It's just a, a moment that I'll never forget. And just... A powerful moment to see that back on the screen again, especially Chewie and Han Solo together again on the Millennium Falcon. One of the best things that will uh, ever come out of Celebration. So that's number two for me is that, uh, that moment. Chris, um, you didn't actually thing? get to go to that one, no, but did, did you, did you what, get to stream that one uh, from think, home?
1: I was thinking that was the one that they first started doing the streaming, and I think I was watching, texting with you some during the panel.
0: I think so, yeah. I but, do. I think this is the first time they got into the streaming, yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. I
1: think yeah. at the end, they blacked out the trailer for the live yes. stream. It wasn't released until later that night or something yeah. or other. I think so, because I, I know I remember texting with you at one of them, I think that might have been the one we were. I was texting with you about some things, and yeah. in it, so I, I kind of felt, in a way, I felt like I was there.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, that's one. Uh, like I said, I think they did do the stream, but you're right. I, that does sound familiar about them blacking out at the very end or something like that, which is that's a bummer. Yeah, but. and
1: that's what's t- is cool too about seeing. Uh, now that they are doing the live streams, which is fantastic because it's better quality. and You get to see the crowd and you get to see everybody having fun. But it's some of the older ones that you had to wait for somebody that actually filmed it in the room and then put it up on YouTube a week or so later. But yeah. uh, that's part of the fun is watching this and seeing the crowd get excited and erupt at something. You know, one of them uh, off the top of my head that popped in was when they gave us a little glimpse of Rogue One. And it was just couple of images and then you had obi-wan's voice over it and Mm -hmm. somebody had filmed that sitting in the room and then they kind of look up and see you and for us that wasn't there and watching it you kind of like you can't really see it all that well but still to hear obi-wan's voice or something hear the crowd erupt is what's is what's part of the fun for me (laughs) yes oh yeah i look forward to the live stream for this one for sure i mean that'll be something that'll you know, I'll be at work and I'll have it on the live stream the, the entire time and, you know, listening to whatever comes along. And, you yeah. know, even when uh, when they um, go down for a, a few minutes or, you know, half an hour when they're not actually streaming, they'll just have shots of the crowd and they'll just keep, you know, showing yeah. the floor and everything and playing Star Wars music, which is fantastic. Oh yeah, I have that definitely. Running in the background, but that that kind of goes with what you were talking about. Kind of goes into my number two is friends at celebration. You know, my yeah. first, the first three I went to, it was just me and my girlfriend at the time, and I didn't really like I said. You know, this was before Facebook and MySpace and all that really got going, and before I was ever on any of those. So, you know, you would meet people in line, chit chatting with them, but other than that, you didn't keep up with them. You didn't you know, talk to them afterwards or whatever. But now with Facebook and everything and like, what well, when me and you did fan days and we met Carl, he came on the show and then he decided to join us at fan days. You know, we've all been friends uh, with Carl and Jason ever since. Cause that's how Jason and Carl met. They met yep. at fan days and then they started doing the podcast and they've been, you know, doing it ever since. And it, for me, it's, you know, yes, I get to go with Scoot and and Ashley and his brothers and and sisters and stuff. But you know, it's great to go with them and road trip and everything. But to get to go and actually get to meet your uh, friends that you, uh, you're like I've always called it your Star Wars family. That you know you finally get to meet. Like me and you finally got to meet at fan days and hang out with you and your wife and your kids at the time and. You know, it, that, to me, that was fantastic. I mean, we'd been doing the show for years and finally get to actually see each other and talk to each other. And um, one of the, I'm trying to think of the last one, the very last celebration in Orlando was mm-hmm. I got there. I decided I'm going to go a day early. And I got there a day, uh, almost a full day early. Normally, I'd get there, you know, pretty late in the night. Then you go to bed and get up and you're going to celebration. But I went a day early for the specific reason because we had uh not we i didn't have anything to do with it but some of the other fans booked a uh booked at a restaurant and a a restaurant bar and we i swear we had to have had a hundred people or more show up to uh hang out at this uh restaurant we basically took the restaurant over because the way the restaurant was set up you had like a kind of a restaurant table section and then it went back to, you had another section that was for the bar and had some tables and all of that we took over the whole back three quarters of the building with nothing but star wars fans and i got to see people that i've met briefly you know at other celebrations and stuff and then meet other guys that i wanted to meet like jazz Like he was there jazz and uh, so many of the other guys that we have been friends with online and Carl and Jason, they were all there. We were all there. Cause we just actually stayed in the same room. Me, Jason, Carl, and, uh, Chris, Christie, uh, new artist, who was a new artist at the last celebration and got to meet him and hang out with him. And he's a really great guy. And Jace, um, Joe Hogan and, and his, his friend, Joe, and, and their, their friends got to meet and hang out with them again. So, you know, to me, that was just such a great night to just sit around and just hang out and talk to people. You know, like I said, you, these are people that you meet briefly and you feel like you've known them all your life. You know, that's the benefit of being, you know, a Star Wars fan and, and bringing them into your Star Wars family. And, you know, and then you stay in touch with each other on Facebook and, you know there are times I'll sit there and me and Carl be texting back and forth or me and jazz will be texting, you know, you do the same thing and, you know, you just enjoy, they're your friends, even though you don't get to see them, you know, uh, often enough. So, but yeah, that to me, that's my second, second favorite memory is, is getting to meet all your friends and see them again in person and, you know, hug each other and, you know, talk about just anything. So, yeah
0: that's yeah that kind of went into my number two where you are just like it was amazing to see that trailer and to experience that and then it was like double because you're there with people you know your friends and everything and, and sometimes even family you could be with that experiencing it with you and that just makes it you know just doubles how freaking awesome it is so <laughs> definitely uh agree with you on that one yeah. um so number – I for my number one – actually, before I get to number one, I'll just say I have just had one like honorable mention. I, I guess I'll just say like it was just one of those like Celebration 1 obviously back in, uh, like I said, April 30th through May 2nd, 1999 at the uh, Denver, Colorado Wings over the Rockies Air and Space Museum. I think you just have to mention that as I can't, kind of a big moment for Star Wars because it was obviously Star Wars was coming back into the theaters. Dad Manson was – we've had him on the show before years ago. Um, this was like his baby. Uh, he kind of set this thing up. He was in charge of it. And just the, uh, just the, the fact that we were getting this, like our own star Wars was getting its own, like quote unquote comic con type of event was a massive thing. And, uh, obviously there was a lot of talk about this first one about how it was, you know, in the rain and, um, uh, uh, it was outside Chris, you, obviously you can, you can attest to this. I was not there, but you were, I mean, uh, a lot of stuff was outdoors, you know, all these tents and stuff like that. Crowd, there was a lot of rain and I, it might have been snow. Uh, it was just one of those things. It was it was a rough one. Obviously, it was the first one, but I think it was it was Star Wars, and you kind of just you got over all the the troubles of that thing just because you were there at a Star Wars event strictly for Star Wars. So I I just say an honorable mention would be if you got to go to that first celebration to be a part of that the first of now we're getting our 13th one coming up here um, over the last almost 20 years. If you were at that first one, that had to be just like one of those things that you'll never for, forget. Chris, my um, honorable it obviously, is number one. You were there. Can you attest to some of the stuff that was going on there as far as the the, the difficulties, but you were also there at a Star Wars convention? Well,
1: since you mentioned this as your honorable mention, I'll just go ahead and do my number one. That's my number oh, one. Yes. Oh, no. Awesome. Okay. It's just like yeah. – You know, it was the the first one. It was horrible weather. It just... Everything turned out horribly, but it was just freaking awesome at the same time. It was so exciting that they had... You get to go in and stand next to a freaking X-Wing. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like... The child in me just explode to be able to walk in and stand next to an X-Wing. And the panels were very small and terrible and you know they had the tent set up outside and everybody you got to cram in and get to see anthony daniels doing his thing where he was doing the host at some of the panels and stuff and and dan madsen was he, he like you said he it was his baby he was the one that did this and it for what it was he did a fantastic job and The main problem, uh, the two main problems, one was the weather, obviously. It was just horribly miserable with the rain, and it was a cool rain, so it was kind of cold, and it was just a freaking mess everywhere you went because of the rain. And They had so many people show up. They were overwhelmed with the amount of people that came to this thing, and that's where Mm. the two main problems came in, but it was still so much fun. You had to stand in line to get to do anything, and... I don't even think I ever actually got into the celebration store, but I do remember getting to go to all the panels, uh, a lot of the panels, and getting to, like I said, see the X Wing and stuff, and then go in in the in the showrooms and and uh, and shop, which, if I remember correctly, were in tents outside as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it was fantastic to be able to go somewhere that was officially a Star Wars convention, because yeah. before you just go to. a you know, a hole in the wall convention and shop for your Star Wars stuff or or if you could go to Comic Con, which I've never been because it's on the other end of the, you know, country and it sells out in five minutes every year. So I've you know, going to something like that I've never been able to go to. I've gone to smaller conventions and yeah, there's Star Wars stuff here and there, but to actually have Star Wars based panels and the actors show up and get to meet them and stuff, which was you know, they were doing some smaller conventions. They did, uh, back then what they did was uh, Behind the Mask, mm-hmm. uh, which they had, you know, David Prowse, uh, Kenny Baker, Anthony Daniel well, Anthony Daniels didn't do the signing part of it, I don't, I don't believe, but they also had uh, Jeremy Bullock and, you know, all the various, and Peter Mayhew, they did, they went around as a group to these various conventions, so you got to go and see at least them at these smaller conventions and stuff, which was great, but to be able to actually go to an actual convention that was nothing but Star Wars was just unbelievable and I met dan i i don't think I, I don't remember meeting him there, but I do remember meeting him at one of the Orlando's uh getting to stop and chit chat with him, which was really cool and uh I actually friends with him on Facebook, and I've you know talked to him uh various times on Facebook and he you know he's commented and liked on some of the stuff that I posted and stuff like that so you know he's a really good ambassador for Star Wars, so oh sure he's one of the yeah. really you know good guys. And considering what he, <laughs> what yeah. he they handed him and how they pulled it off was, it was almost a miracle that they even pulled it off. Really, so. But if you didn't get to go, it was one of those. It's just it was so horrible and so awesome at the same time. It was just it was fantastic. It, that's one of the memories I always remember so much of uh, Celebration One. I don't remember a whole lot of Celebration Two and Three. Yeah, you know, mm, I don't remember yeah. a whole lot of the details. I remember standing in line, mostly meeting the stars. But outside of that, I don't really recall a whole lot. But Celebration One, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's the first one, and it was miserable and and awesome <laughs> at the same time. So,
0: well, that, that's kind of what I the gist I got with talking to people about it and reading stories about it is, and it's funny that it was an honorable mention in year number one because I do think it's it's so important and the like you said like it was could have been almost miserable for a lot of people but it's almost like he didn't care from, from the stories i got from what you're saying is like yeah it was it was a rough one but it was this is the first time that a lot of you got to be around other major big time star wars fans and a, and a big group of them because like you said it was a massive hit for the first time and uh and I think the other thing that I, I keep hearing about and reading stories and listening to people was Anthony Daniels was kind of like the, um, kind of like the glue that kind of held that thing together. Like he was around. I, I guess he was a host of a lot of things and just like an ambassador there. That, like I said, he was kind of like the glue that held it all together. He was out there working the crowd and stuff like that. So I think that was another big positive thing that came out of it. Was yeah, it was rough. It was bad weather and. Obviously, you learn over time of how you can make things better. But this is the first one. This was the one that kicked it all off. This is the beginning of the new uh, prequel trilogy. You know, Star Wars, Star Wars was coming back into the lexicon of the world again, big time. And uh, just the yeah. the one that kicked it off. I think I you have to mention it as a major, one of the biggest events uh, in celebration was the actual and, uh, first ones uh, that was something, yeah. that,
1: that's something that Anthony Daniels loved to do was performing and that was something he could get out there and perform and talk to the to the fans which he loved talking and hanging out with the fans because I've met him several times and he that's something he generally loves to do is perform and talk to his fans and you know you mentioned that came out that was uh, a couple of weeks before the movie and I remember we flew back because it was in Colorado so we flew out there and then of course obviously back and I remember coming home the day the toys were releasing. So we got home, and then that at midnight that night was when the toys went on sale, and I went to Toys R Us yeah. to get the toys.
0: <laughs>
1: mm, yeah, yeah.
0: I think they also did, um, as far as Celebration 1, uh, obviously you got some footage, uh, I believe some behind-the-scenes stuff from Episode 1, and I believe they debuted the Duel of the Fates Video. I mean, you, I, I believe you got that as well in, at Celebration One before anybody else got it. So again, especially in the early days, um, you got the the special stuff, the behind the scenes stuff, maybe some some footage that you, other people would not see or wouldn't see until after the celebration. So again, one of the perks of actually being there in person, especially those early days before all the streaming stuff. So uh, awesome. Number one for me, Chris. You kind of already talked about it. I uh, kind of debated with the personal stuff. I wanted to put like number one and two, but I think as far as this one, uh, I just think it's really huge. And you talked about it, it was the 40th anniversary panel of star Wars. Uh, this is celebration Orlando in 2017, April 13th, the 16th. Again, this was live stream. So although I wasn't there, I got to watch this, but just, you had mentioned uh, some of the stuff, Chris, that happened at this panel. Um, of course, Kathleen Kennedy was there and uh, George Lucas was there. Um, you know, he got to see him and he reflected on the origin of Star Wars and and, and got a bunch of stuff from, from him again. Um, I think they talked about that Warwick Davis letter to, to George Lucas. Uh, they talked about that. Dave Filoni was on this panel and some of the stuff that he learned from Lucas. So to see those two on the... Uh, on the panel it was really awesome to see them talk about it liam neeson he had sent in a video message uh on that particular panel so it was cool to see him and again here's one of those ones you got to see sith master and the apprentice reunited again on stage ian mcdermott hayden christensen um took the stage and i think this was so big because hayden had not been in the star wars i obviously since Episode three came out. That was his last movie. And he really didn't have much to do with anything in the Star Wars universe. And to see him come to the panel and what gave me the chills and and was so great to see was the fans totally embrace him um, and just made him feel so welcome at the celebration because I don't know, maybe I I can imagine that he might have had reservations about going to a celebration at this point. And like, how was he going to be treated? You know, was he gonna was were people gonna be okay with it? And I think he got that definite answer. And I'm so happy that uh the fans embraced him because I was one of those guys that was like I would be clapping if I was him and this dude, you know, for say what you will about what happened in the prequel trilogy, but this dude, I'll tell you what, he gave a hundred percent, especially in the physical realm of this of this uh performance he that was one of those ones where you had to give it up to him because him and and Liam and um, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, why am I missing his name all of a sudden? Uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, just the performance that they give, physicality of the roles. Uh, I'm so glad that they give this. Um, so to see him on the stage was massive. Of course, Anthony Daniels was there. Peter Mayhew was there. Um, a kind of grumpy uh, Billy Dee was there. Mark Hamill was there. Um, and then, like you said, Chris, it topping off with uh, Billy Lord coming out. And, of course, this was after the death of, of Carrie Fisher. But Billy Lord, her daughter, comes out on stage and gives this nice little tribute. I think George Lucas, even if I remember right, he gave a quick little uh, speech. And then it culminates with the the curtains opening. And John Williams is there with the orchestra. You got the music. I mean – I talk about a way to end a panel I mean I think even though i wasn't there, this has to be one of the top moments of any celebration it was just just the 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 talent that was there, the massive you know with with Kennedy and Lucas together and all the stars I mean, just talk about a power panel uh I think this is one of the ones that that i 'll never forget watching, even though i wasn't there uh just an amazing panel, amazing finish uh character or uh actors that we hadn't seen at celebrations before it just had everything chris so i'm going to put that as my uh my number one is is the uh celebration 40th anniversary panel at celebration orlando in 2017 that's my top celebration uh moment throughout the year so chris you kind of already talked about it any any, uh any final thoughts on that particular panel though well you know
1: i remember getting asked and i think we actually discussed it on the show before i went it it was uh brought up whether Ford would be there or not and i said nah there's no way he'd be there and shows how much i know he was there (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, exactly (laughs) him coming out as well i mean we saw him at i believe he went to comic-con one of the years uh so it was kind of the first time we saw him do these panel things but to see him out here though with all his you know all his buddies hamels there and billy d and Peter Mayhew and, and all that kind of thing. That was just, it's just a special thing. And, and obviously with Carrie gone and these, these actors getting older, especially the, obviously the um, original trilogy cast that are just kind of like, okay, or they're kind of done with it now. Uh, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know if we're going to see one of these panels like this ever again, especially with Lucas kind of selling the, the picture. And it's just, like I said, I don't know if we're going to see this again with all that major star power on stage at one time. Um, from creators to actors, it just, I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's up there for me. And like I said, even though I wasn't there, I was live streaming it yeah. and it was, it was fantastic. And, uh, wow, what, what a way to, uh, to get that particular, uh, celebration going. Um, it's right up there, you know, so
1: yeah, and that's I think some, that for something for me that we probably won't get to see again. Cause who knows if it's 45 or the 50th anniversary, if they'll be around to
0: do anything like that. Or even if they will
1: do, you know, get them together. But
0: yeah, and uh, you know, like I said, seeing Hayden on there, he's actually coming to Celebration Chicago. So obviously, his his uh, a time at Celebration Orlando was good, and I think he felt good about it and all the love that he got. uh, It's good to see him come back. It's good to see um, uh, talking a Celebration Chicago coming up. Ahmed Best is going to be there, and I, I hope this guy gets a standing ovation because um, it's obviously been detailed about his problems that he's had when he was um, years and years ago. And he talked about suicide and all that kind of thing about stuff that was coming out from his portrayal uh, in episode one. I hope this guy gets all the love in the world at this celebration. Cause if I was there, I'd be giving you a standing o because let me tell you, this guy brought Jar Jar Binks to the screen. And I know that, um, uh, um, Andy Serkis gets all this love for what he does with motion capture and performance capture. And again, he deserves all that love. But let me tell you what, Charger Binks and Ahmed Best, he was kind of like the pioneer. If you ask me, it was a different kind of, um, you know, it wasn't like, uh, I always get confused about the captures, you know, like performance capture and whatever capture. What I think what Ahmed Best did was like performance, like, hey, you do the performance and we'll animate that. But still, you got to give this guy like this is kind of like the OG right here. And that's why I would be giving him a standing ov. like this is the dude that brought Jar Jar Binks to like a, a character that sure a lot of people had problems with. But the technology and and what he did for that character, you got to give it up for him. So to see him come to a celebration, I can't wait to see the this, the – Hopefully the the love that this guy gets for what he uh, what he did for the, yeah. the franchise, and um, even though if you didn't like the character, you got to love the, the dude. So I hope he gets it uh, yeah, a lot was of love on there. Set
1: so acting with the other actors, you know, and I don't <laughs> think Andy Circus was doing that.
0: Yeah, right, right. So uh, yeah, to see these guys come back, like I said, Hayden and all that for Chicago, it's really really cool to see that. So that is our list, Chris. Top five or six moments from Star Wars celebrations over the past 20 years and what's going to be coming up for celebration. Could they celebration could Chicago have one of these moments that uh, tops one of ours? We will see very, very soon. Chris, this thing is right around the corner. But again, we wanted to get out there and kind of put something out there about celebration. I, Cause we never really talked about celebration moments. I believe in the past, so we wanted to put a, together a quick little list and, uh, uh, any final thoughts chris I mean I mean, I'll just say to finish it out for me, like hey, celebrations are and 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 going to conventions that have Star Wars that we've done with fan days and stuff like that the biggest thing is just you get to be around the thing that you love with people that feel the same way and your friends and sometimes family that goes with you, and just to experience all of that together is that's the big thing about celebration. I think you talk to anybody um about celebration and being there and to being some of these fan events that that is one of the major things is you get to see all that but you get to experience it with with all your friends and family and i think that's the biggest thing is to, is that that it comes out of celebrations is is that you know your star like you said chris quote unquote your star wars family you get to visit all that with your family so that's kind of the biggest thing of these celebrations and uh, even though i won't be there I will be live streaming this thing and I can't wait to see uh, everybody there and to to hear their reactions. I got some friends obviously that are going, so I can't wait to hear about that and hopefully get some texts while things are going on. Like, Hey, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. So I can't wait to see that. But uh, unfortunately, Chris, you won't get to be there either, but obviously we will both be live streaming this and watching it. Any any final thoughts for you as far as celebrations and, and what's coming up?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm excited, too, to do exactly what you're going to be doing is streaming and texting and all this stuff. And just, you know, that whole weekend and Thursday. Actually, and this one being five days. and Five, wow, yeah. You yeah. Know, I've had the privilege and the benefit to be able to go to six of these. And, you know, having three here in Florida, which I know is not feasible for you to be traveling all the way across the country. And, and do that which is same for me not being able to travel all the way over to la at the time for that yeah. one so you know i've yeah i've had the benefit and the privilege to go to more of these than you have but i just you know it, it's like you said it's so much fun getting to go you know and our friends people that we have in our life we have because of we have some kind of a connection with them and mm-hmm. for me and our star wars family is you you have such a strong connection right off the bat when you first meet and you can connect on that level, you know, right off the bat. Then you get to know people. and Yeah, sometimes you meet people on Facebook and stuff that are Star Wars friends, but you personally, you don't really mesh. You know, you don't necessarily like that person in general, but others, which me and you both have so many friends that we just love yeah. to death. You know, we we get along so great you know, Carl and Jason and Jazz, all those guys, and Joe Hogan, and, you know, all these guys that we've had on the show multiple times and stuff. You know, this is people that we can't wait to get back on the show to actually get to sit down and talk with each other, you know, outside of just shooting a text to somebody every now and then. You know, with Star Wars being our connection, we want to talk Star Wars. We want to sit down and discuss these films. that You know, a movie that's 40 years old, and we are still want to sit and talk about it. So... <laughs> you know, it's, it's just so awesome, man. Yeah, you know, getting to go to a celebration. If you if you get the chance to go to at least one, please try, please do it because it, it's something that'll be fantastic. If you've got like you do, if you've got a wife and kids that you can take to a convention, it's got to be an incredible experience. And you know, when we were kids, we didn't have this type of thing. You know, right. I remember as a kid, we had a at a local parking lot in a shopping center. We had. Uh, characters dressed up. We had Darth Vader, Chewie, and two Stormtroopers that showed up in costume when we were signing autographs, which is kind of silly when you think about it. I got an autograph Stormtrooper number one, Stormtrooper number two type of deal. But as yeah. a kid for us, that was amazing. You know, and these kids get to go to these conventions, and that's another thing. We didn't mention this, but one of the other big things about going to these conventions is seeing everybody in costume. You see so many fantastic yeah. costumes. And you see so many that are ridiculous, like guys dressed as Slave Leia. I'm like, really, please, stop it. You know, mm-hmm. guys, that are, if you're thinking about doing it, please don't stop.
0: Don't yeah, do it, yeah. It's not right, funny.
1: Yeah. I don't want to see it. But you see so many fantastic costumes. And, uh, you see obscure costumes, which are fantastic. At the last one, we had the running of, uh, what was this, the the ice cream guy from Empire Strikes Back. What was, uh? Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the character's name now, but we had... You had like 30 guys dressed up like that carrying a night's maker running around together at the convention, and you know, somebody about- didn't even realize who that character is. Uh, Ashley, uh, Scoot's wife, we were going, she's like, Who the hell is that? She didn't, <laughs> she didn't realize who that was. Is that Hood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Boor, and I knew that wasn't it. That uh, was <laughs> uh, Bar guy, but me and Scoot were laughing because we knew exactly what they were doing and who they were, and she didn't understand <laughs> it, but you know. That's Star no great. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of copies, which we're looking to see a lot of the live. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm disappointed that I don't get to go. But uh, at least we got the live stream that we can thoroughly enjoy and get all the news firsthand. In fact, we'll get some of the news before the people there that will get it, because some of the people that will be there won't even hear it until afterwards. So, you know. Yeah,
0: true, true, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Panels are going on and, you know, you could be at a different panel and this and that. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I I just, I can't wait. You know, we got a few weeks here. Um, That's going to kind of wrap up our show here. But again, like I said, Chicago, Celebration Chicago, coming up April 11th through the 15th. Uh, So we will be back, Chris, fairly quick on this. Um, We wanted to get this episode out, talk about Celebration, but tell you what, obviously there's going to be, from what we we can expect a ton of stuff, ton of stuff. Five days of celebration. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming out. So we'll be back really quickly, um, just Hopefully, in a couple yeah. weeks here after all this kind of all the dust settles through celebration.
1: Hopefully the uh, weekend afterwards we'll yeah we be able to record a show and get it out.
0: Sure, yeah, definitely. Especially the big stuff. I mean, obviously if we get that episode nine stuff and the Mandalorian and, and possibly anything else, um, you know, maybe. It'd be
1: great if we def- can get like call. Go. We'll get to get one yeah on That'd
0: be great. yeah that would be cool yeah to get some on the floor kind of reporting um besides us being here at the live stream so yeah like i said we'll be back fairly quick on the next episode it won't be too long so anyway uh that's gonna do it for this episode of the Fit podcast thank you all so much for making us part of your star wars day uh for chris my name is matt we'll see you in a few weeks back here on the starlight Fit. Thank you for joining us on the Sarlacc Pit, the official podcast of ToyotasNews.com. Star Wars, its logo, and all things in the Star Wars universe are the property of Lucasfilm Limited, all rights reserved. All original content within this podcast, unless otherwise indicated, is the intellectual property of ToyotasNews.com.